Hey there, welcome to The Modern Homeschooler. I am here today with my friend, Christy. Hello. Yes, and she is a working mom who also homeschools, who is also a tutor for classical conversations. So um, she has a real job and tutors, but real job part-time and tutors and stuff. So I wanted to talk today about those moms who do work outside of the home, which for me, I work part of my job outside of the home and my dates are not flexible at all because people will not change their wedding dates for me <laughs> if my kids are sick or I am. Um, but also for Christy, who on a weekly basis does not get to decide her schedule to a degree um, from working out of home. And so we wanted to be able to just have a conversation to hopefully encourage and um, educate you if you are thinking about working out of the home and homeschooling or if you already are hopefully you'll get some tips on how she makes it work for her day yeah. so Christy first off tell us how long have you been homeschooling I have been homeschooling since my oldest was four so about six years almost okay cool and you've been working that whole time I have yeah yep. cool so why don't you tell them what do you do uh, I am a pharmacist, and I am specialized in oncology, and so I work inside of a hospital setting um, that has an outpatient infusion center where people come to get their chemotherapy treatments. Yes. I like to call Christy my drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I have a drug question, I can just call her right away, and um, it's been interesting this past year, too, or two years with my mom with her cancer, mm -hmm. and they come up with a new drug. I'll be like, so Christy, what is this thing? Right. <laughs> so... So yes, so her job is very specific, and you went to a lot of college for it. I did, and more importantly, like things change pretty regularly, and if I don't stay up on the current um, information that's out there, then later when my children are grown and um, out of the house, um, I don't know if I'd be able to successfully get back into the work field that I trained for. Hmm. So as part of um, being able to continue my career, I've got to keep it going while I homeschool. Mm, yeah, totally. I, I'm not going to lie. My mother-in-law was a surgical ER nurse in the 80s. Mm -hmm. She still likes to give me her 80s information. <laughs> <laughs> when we're talking about medical issues, she'll be like this. She'll, she'll yeah. tell me something. And I'll be like, um, not so much. <laughs> like. It's yeah. kind of funny, but she still is very useful. But there's definite times where I'm like, that's nah, not accurate anymore. But yeah, yep. technology changes, things change. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. So okay, so how how much do you work a week? Um, I am always scheduled to work a ten hour shift on Fridays, um, but I also um, from home um, help with our. What, well, we call it the Beacon Building Program, but it's inside of a medical record program called EPIC. And it's where we build the chemotherapy regimens that doctors order for their patients. And mm -hmm. so as doctors request a new um, regimen for a patient, then I go in, I do the research for it, I build it, and it's checked by other pharmacists, and then we, we have a validation process. So that's the other part of my job that mostly is done on my own time at home. Okay. And as a side note, just because I've always wondered and I've never asked, mm -hmm. <laughs> and because STEAM and STEM are so popular today and like a lot of the sciences are becoming more prevalent in mm -hmm. what, like the focus is more scientific versus 
uh, English-based and literature-based. Okay. Um, so you're in the scientific field. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the difference between the Rite Aid pharmacist worker and you? Okay, well... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot, right? <laughs> there is a huge okay. difference. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, uh, we call Look, them real quick, mm-hmm. I'm assuming Rite Aid is national, but if not, I'm talking about your drugstore that you go and pick up your prescription from, and there's a pharmacist there. Right. That's right. what I'm talking about, whatever that is. So we like to call those community pharmacists. Okay. Um, that's where you go and get a prescription filled that your doctor has decided is appropriate. Those pharmacists can have a big range of um, duties from just straight up pill counting and counseling patients on the therapy they're given. Um, But some of them actually run clinics inside of um, different companies like Walgreens and things where they get to counsel patients on diabetes and nutrition and vaccinations. So they can have a, a, a different job description based on like their state regulations and stuff. Um, Inpatient pharmacists, which is the field I work in, is inside of a hospital setting. So um, they are typically a a patient is admitted to a hospital or surgical procedure or they're coming in to get an uh, actual IV infusion. Mm -hmm. And so it's the pharmacists that interact with the patient in that environment or the drugs that are being mixed inside of an IV room. Um, So we look at charts and lab results and decide if therapies are appropriate for a patient in that setting. And they're completely different degrees. Degrees. Like the degree that you got to be a pharmacist. Oh, no, they're not different degrees, okay. but it's different level of training. So different. So you have a higher level of training and stuff. Okay. Yeah. All, and, all yeah. pharmacists have what we call a PharmD, doctor okay. of pharmacy. But um, then after you graduate pharmacy school, you go into residency programs that train you for different fields within pharmacy. Okay. And so if you're a community-based pharmacist, you can go out of school typically directly into the job. Okay. But if you want to specialize in oncology or um, ambulatory care, which is where you can be like a diabetes specialist or that okay. kind of stuff, then typically you'll do a residency, a year or two of special training to help you um, be more, I guess, um, knowledgeable in those specific areas. Okay. And I only mention that just because as I also, part of Modern Homeschooler, is thinking about marketable skills. Mm-hmm. And um, if, like, there's someone out there who maybe, you know, specifically we're talking about working moms. So if you've got a daughter at home who you hope someday to be a mom as well and a family mm-hmm. mom who might be homeschooling her kids and you were thinking about marketable skills and you're like, oh, well, maybe she could just do pharmacy one day a week. It's like, well, right. let's maybe make sure that it's, not the difference between a nurse and a doctor. I, I had no idea if, like, the pharmacists there were, like, different level of skill or degree. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you had to go an extra three years of school to do what you do versus what they do and right. one day a week and stuff. So it's, it's different. But, um, yeah. So, okay. So you just work one day a week out and then you work one day at home in us building your protocols. Right. And then you also do tutoring. Right. Yep, and I chose to do um, tutoring for classical conversations as a way to keep me focused on the material my kids need to learn for mm-hmm. the program mm-hmm. um, because it's easy for me to um, get pulled away with work duties, but tutoring is actually a physical requirement that keeps me very tied to because the you, program. Because you could easily work one more day a week at pharmacy right? and like... I feel like I make could. a lot more money. Yeah, I feel like I could do that, but um, I found my first year of classical conversations. It was 
easy to um, let other things take priority. Mm. And so for me personally, tutoring was a way to step up my game and keep me accountable um, yeah. for the program. So Totally. And honestly, I mean, that's kind of what I'm enjoying doing about this Modern Homeschooler page and helping others is I feel like it's something that's really focused in on my children versus uh, my photography where, um, yeah, I can take good pictures of my kids. But I mean, money-wise, right. <laughs> it brings me out of the home more. Um, anyway, so mm-hmm. you can do that too. So tell me then about your typical day. Like, how do you set up your day in order to get your homeschooling and work done? So um, we'll just start off with... Uh, I guess the beginning of the week. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, and I'll say this too. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to uh, really help moms who want to, who potentially want to work from home or do is that um, we can't do it all. We cannot do it all. We cannot go on every single camping trip and all the vacations that you see all right. the other non-working moms make yes. um, that they go to. Um, you know, Christy and I are sitting here on a Sunday afternoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, our husbands are out working on a car together, but yeah. still, um, the truth is we do this now because we have to now because right. of our schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're choosing to use our Sunday afternoon um, even though our kids are playing together, you know, outside or whatever, um, this is when we do it. And that's what we sacrifice is we're not sitting in a recliner reading a book right now that we'd like to be doing. Yeah. We're working. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Christy was just working before I got here at the house um, on other stuff for her job. So, um, but that's it. So anyways, yeah. so start with your week. Yeah. Okay. So um, we meet for classical conversations on Mondays. So typically Saturday, Sunday before I spend a couple hours each day prepping for that um, tutoring job I have with classical conversations. Um, so pretty much Monday is completely filled with um, that part of our homeschooling program. Um, and then in the afternoons, I often will have my kids do a math lesson and um, an English lesson. It kind of depends on what we're doing at the time, but we usually have one or two subjects that they actually do cover in the afternoon. And then um, Tuesday through Thursday are my solid homeschool, like, routine days where um, I don't make doctor appointments in the mornings or really even in the early afternoons. I don't like anything to mess with my schedule until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So that's kind of sacred homeschooling time. And I know I hear a lot of homeschoolers talk about, oh, it's the flexibility. You can roll with the punches. And that's true, but that really um, messes up with my week because I've got other responsibilities outside of the home. Right. And so our um, homeschooling lifestyle, because I work, is not as flexible as um, homeschoolers like it to be. Yeah. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. So we have um, specific rules that we try not to break, and one of them is no doctor's appointments, um, that kind of stuff going on. No random sleepovers in the middle of the week when homeschooling is going yeah. on, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, then on Fridays, so the night before on Thursdays, um, I prep my kids' schoolwork uh, for Friday. Mm-hmm. And then they go to my mother's house pretty early in the morning, and I have this whole list, like an agenda set up for them. And then my mom actually homeschools um, them that Friday. Mm-hmm. And so that process involves a lot of like looking ahead and getting it prepped and um, making sure my husband knows when he's taking the kids to my parents so that I can get to work at six in the morning. And um, yeah, and so then my mom homeschools them that day and then we pick them up in the evening and then 
uh, our weekend starts um, where I'm starting to prepare for classical conversation again. tutoring again. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of our typical routine. Um, and as far as my pharmacy job goes, um, in the evening times is when I do a lot of the uh, protocol building I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also times, unfortunately, when um, physicians will request a protocol being built emergently for patients. And it happens probably um, once to two times a month where we mm -hmm. have immediate needs that have to be dealt with. And so that means my afternoon after we do, we're done homeschooling is spent building protocols where while my kids play. Mm -hmm. And um, and then, you're, of course, you're trying to squeeze in laundry and doing dishes and fixing food. And so yeah. it's busy. Yeah. And I think, the so for us with our kids uh, being slightly older, but it's still the same thing where uh, I don't schedule anything in the mornings ever. Um, and wild and free is not a term that we use in our house. No. no, no. And for as popular as it is in the world, um, if you want to be a homeschooling mom uh, who works, you cannot be wild and free. Mm -hmm. I And I say this, and so I'll never forget it. Um, Ten years ago when I decided that we were going to do photography full time, or I was going to pursue it as an actual career here in the state of Washington when I married Ben, um, I was talking to another photographer who was well known in the Valley and, um, uh, anyways, I was talking to him and he, and I said, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, and at that point Harrison was 10 months old or so, whatever a year old. And, um, and he was, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and, and try maybe do photography part-time, you know, cause I'm a mom and da, da da da. And he was like, good luck. And I was like, excuse me. I was so offended. I was so offended cause he was like, good luck with that. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like. You cannot build a business. You cannot build something part time. It doesn't. It will not succeed. Mm -hmm. And um, ten years later, he's one hundred percent right. <laughs> it's like I, those first few years, I spent I don't know fifty, sixty, seventy hours a week building my company. You know, mm -hmm. and now I can only work twenty five or thirty hours a week. But I'm choosing mm -hmm. to make less money in order right. to be able to. Um, you know, so that's the difference, though. But I still have to be very regimented. So, like, our school happens in the morning until about 2 as well. Mm -hmm. um, we are not people who finish school at 11 a.m. I don't know how people do it. I don't, I don't I don't know how, <laughs> what subjects they're skipping to be able to make that happen. Um, both of our kids actually take the same piano teacher. So that's an extra subject that maybe a lot of kids might not have, which is music. Mm -hmm. That's half hour a day or whatever, 45 minutes. But um, I don't know. Anyway. Our school doesn't have until 2, and then on my phone, I have a message that says I'm homeschooling, and so for my photo business, I, I do, I say uh, my office hours are 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. Now, I put 1 p.m. on there, but I know that if someone calls me at 1 p.m. and leaves a voicemail, by 2 o'clock, I can respond, right. um, but it allows it, me to have seven hours of business, because sometimes we finish by 1, I mean, if it's a good day, or the kids do piano, math and piano last, they don't need me, you know, right. but um, yeah, we do the same thing, and then... I don't know. It's just you have to make that time and everything's regimented, right. you know. Yeah. And on the surface, it sounds like I only work, you know, 10 hours a day at, or excuse me, 10 hours on Fridays as a pharmacist. But there's a lot more that goes behind my job than just those hours at work because we have continuing education. Mm -hmm. um, and it's even specialized with oncology that requires um, multiple hours a year. And um, I... 
I would say that um, there's a lot of things that I have to schedule into my year that require intense focus for my pursuit of pharmacy. Hmm. And um, I want to have the freedom to go on trips and all these vacations and those kind of things. But unfortunately, um, in order to juggle both my career and my homeschooling like goals, mm-hmm. there's there are some sacrifices. So, And I don't want to make it sound like we don't have fun because you guys went to Disneyland this year. Yep. I mean, they did, but it's a one focused thing. And I kind of almost feel like it's different now than it was like in the 90s when we grew up or 80s and 90s where it was like, Back then, you did one family trip, and that was it. But I feel like now it's like people are dropping like a hot potato to drive around the country in an RV. Like, (laughs) it's like, oh, like, I I know three different families that are doing the RV road tripping thing. And one of my friends are doing it for four months. I I mean, they're they're photo friends of ours. So they can can choose to do that. That's their full-time profession for both of them. But anyway... um, yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a weird culture we live in where, like, you're kind of expected to do, like, some family vacation every three or four months almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you feel that way. It's, yeah, our vacations like, are usually centered on opportunistic events. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. my husband had yeah. training to go to for his job, and it happened yeah. to be in Anaheim. Yeah. So we use that as our opportunity to, at that point, be flexible and stop homeschooling for a yeah. week, mm-hmm. and then go down and enjoy that. So. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Our big, huge family trip for this year is Vermont, so it's mm-hmm. just happening in, in a month. Um, but it's, we're shooting a wedding in Vermont. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, we're shooting a wedding. Instead of flying like we do usually, let's road trip it with the kids, yep. make it into a thing, knowing we're not going to make any money off this wedding because it's all going to go to pay for this vacation. Right. But that's what you do. Right. Um, and... Um, you know, I get to cheat a little bit where our whole trip is a write-off mm, because right. <laughs> uh, it's tax deductible on that way. I guess I'm not cheating because I'm paying oh, business owner tax. But anyway, so yeah, so that's kind of what you do. So if you're a mom who wants to work, you really have to, I, the top three things I guess you could take away from this is you have to be regimented. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay with sticking to a schedule mm-hmm. and you have to have friends who are okay with you not being quite as wild and free as they are. I feel like sometimes, um, too, with, with friends or things, if they want to do something, it's like, no, I, I really should stay here and work. Thankfully, the friends that I have, they, they get it, mm-hmm. and it's cool. Um, and they're not, they're not pushing us to like be like, oh, no, it's okay. Just stop what you're doing. Um, but, yeah, you have to do that. You, you have to plan far in advance mm-hmm. for things and be okay with it. Yeah. And um, you have to have a support system. Right. Absolutely. Support system is super important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't have a grandma who homeschools my kids when I'm working. <laughs> However, she would, because as you all know, she, my mother-in-law was the original homeschooler in Washington state right. uh, <laughs> in the eighties. But, um, so she totally would, but I don't, I, I haven't, I haven't asked that of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do, but if you don't have a support system you, outside of your husband, mm-hmm. um, it, it might not work unless your husband is staying home while you work. Right. right. Um, which technically Ben could do if I was doing photo by myself because he only works four days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was, but that's a thing. But really, yeah. do you think it's possible, Christy, for a mom to work outside of the home without a grandma or a a husband to help or somebody a husband help. who's staying home when you're there when they're working? Right. I mean, you have so, to you have to have a high paying job where you can afford the childcare. 
Right. Yeah. The um, well, and then when they're in childcare, they're not really being homeschooled typically. So you have to be able to cram in, which is what I do. I mean, I cram in four days of school a mm-hmm. week and in three. Right. Yeah. And that's why we don't finish till two. Yeah. <laughs> two or three. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. 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 I would say that a support system is vital because it allows um, for you to work. That that support is what allows you to be able to work. Period. I don't really mm-hmm. know how else it would work. Um, yeah. And a couple of things to recognize. One is that, um, sorry, my mind is blanking. That's okay. <laughs> but I'll say this about the support system while yes. you remember, okay. which is, it's very true for Ben, ben and Ruth have, mm-hmm. have babysat our kids yes, almost exactly. every single wedding that mm-hmm. we've ever shot. Yep. And frequently it was overnight because mm-hmm. we don't get home from weddings until midnight, 1 a.m. Right. And so instead of picking the kids up at one in the morning at Ben and Ruth's house, they just spend the night, mm-hmm. you know, um, and even coming up soon, um, you know, we're, we have to go the other side of the mountains for a wedding, the other mm-hmm. side of the state. And so the kids are spending the night. Yep. So um, there's, it's impossible for that type of job though. It's, it's, I guess it's unique where Ben and I do a job that requires both of us True. all the time, but yeah. still there's no way we would be able to do what we do. Yeah. Oh, so I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so the, um, I guess it is important to have support and it can be challenging to figure that part of your schedule out. However, um, I made a decision, my husband and I made the decision that, um, we wanted to homeschool. And one of the things that helped me was looking at it as, um, I will never look at my life when I'm an an older person and be like, man, I wish I had worked more. Mm. You know, the the more resounding thought will be, I wish I had spent more time with my family. Right. So as a result of that um, more uh, goal-oriented view of having quality time with my family, we decided to have me go to a pool position. And, um, and, and luckily with my career, it's very easy to always be guaranteed 10 hours a week. Mm. work. I could have way more than that if I wanted. It's just that's not what I want. And 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 I know not everybody's job is like that, but I um we decided to drastically cut our budget. Mm-hmm. Um we make enough money to um basically pretty much barely maintain our quality of living that we our, our I should say standard of living that we felt was acceptable. Mm. Whereas a lot of other um people would say, "No, no, why aren't you going on that trip?" at Mm -hmm. least once a year. Why Mm -hmm. aren't you, um, you know, where's your camper and why aren't you going out every weekend and hanging out, you know, Mm -hmm. with, with your family on, you know, camping trips and stuff. And it's like, well, because we're on a tight budget so that I can stay home and homeschool my kids. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like, there's, it's stricter, it's regimented, but it allows us to afford to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's sacrifices that have to be made. Right. That makes sense. Well, and it's almost the opposite is true for Ben and I, where the where um, our standard of living, Ben and I love to travel, mm-hmm. and that costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sacrificing uh, consistent family time throughout the week so we can take big trips. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. like, I'm sacrificing, you know, a Saturday in the middle of a vacation mm-hmm. plus – the 40 hours total, you know, it takes me about 40 hours a wedding total between all the emails, phone calls, editing, mm-hmm. producing material. It's a 40 hours per wedding is what I'm committing to. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, so I'm saying we're going to have a focused 
family time mm-hmm. on an expensive thing that we like to do. Right. But I'm sacrificing the little stuff throughout the week. So when people are doing this and that every Friday night dinner, you know, Friday night dinner movie time all the time every week with the kids, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We don't do that because I'm working so we can and we enjoy it. The kids love road trips. Right. It's the weirdest thing. I know most people hate road trips. We did that huge 10-state road trip last year, and the kids were like, let's just keep going to New York. Yes. And we're like, well, we can't do that, but how about next year? And that's what we're doing. So right. anyway, so I think that's the thing is like, why do you want to work? Mm-hmm. Is it, is it, it could purely be out of necessity that your husband just isn't fortunate to have a job that really can provide fully for the family. Then you do what you can. Yeah. And um, sometimes when I have mom friends who say, man, I wish I could work from home, I'm like, hey, grab a morning shift at Starbucks. Mm. Like, I mean, you know, I'm like, I, I worked at Starbucks, I mean, in, in college, it's different, but you can work. You They have four-hour shifts, 4.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. shift. You know, like, mm-hmm. your husband goes to work at 9 a.m., right. work a one-day-a-week, one day 4.30, 8.30 shift at Starbucks. Like, right. you don't have to have a career job as, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's sometimes what a lot of the moms who want to work from home right. do like, where yours is a career, like, when your kids are out of school, you can be a full-time pharmacist, cool. Like, just like me, I could do photography 100% full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to. But if you have a boss, and you ha- and it's, like, even at Starbucks, you'll have a boss. Mm-hmm. But it's, those jobs thrive off of four-hour shifts. Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with pulling the Starbucks right. morning shift, you know, even on a, you know, one day a week. But... And again, these are for moms who are wanting to work. I'm not, you know, not the mom. Well, and I would say the benefit of doing um, or keeping your life active outside of the home um, also is, one, it keeps my job interesting and enjoyable Mm. because I'm not there day in, day out, drudging through the monotony of what can become my job. Mm. Um, But instead I go... Once a week, it's a new challenge. I get to see people I enjoy working with. Mm-hmm. But then I get to go home and be back with my family. Yeah, totally. So I feel like I have the best of both worlds. I mean, yeah. I get a little break from my homeschooling you know, mm-hmm. uh, routine. And I also get a large break from mm-hmm. my job routine. And so it's, it's kept um, my job satisfaction super high, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, and, totally. And another thought that has come to mind is just being creative. Um, one way that my husband and I are creative, like sometimes, for instance, um, people are the pharmacy will say, "Hey, we need extra people to work because you know another person needs to go on vacation. Can you cover this shift?" And it'll obviously be a month or two or more in advance. So my husband will take vacation from his job, mm. and then that allows him to stay home, experience homeschooling kids, <laughs> and I go to work. And mm. so it's a kind of a creative way to you know, help out in my job Mm -hmm. and um, also bring home a little extra money because he's getting vacation pay while I actually work that day. Mm, Totally. So, but again, it's sacrificing his vacation time. And so. Well, and also too, for Ben's job, you know, he only works four tens. Mm -hmm. So we always have that Friday option. Our Friday is our Saturday usually, like I say, but also too, because he's in the union, uh, whether you love him or hate him, we won't talk about that here. (laughs) But he is, he has to be in the union for his job. And because of it, he always gets the time off that he wants. So he is in a position where as long as he asks for it 
uh, whatever it is, double. So if he wants one day off, he only asks, has to ask two days in advance. Oh, wow. I think it's something crazy. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Anyway, I could don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that's what it is. So I also have a job where there are times that I do shoots by myself, not weddings, but other small jobs. Like tomorrow I have to go to Seattle for a shoot by myself, and he can ask for the day off as well. And so um, even though there could be a lot of people listening to that, well, wow, your husbands have cush jobs or they could right. just take the... Part of that is, is yeah, let's take the veil off of um, this, what it looks like for working homeschool moms, right. is that you have to have the right circumstance and scenario in order to make it work. Yeah. So you can't just um, be someone who doesn't have a support system, who doesn't have a grandparent in town, who has a husband where he must work the exact 40 hours a week, every single week without fail, otherwise he'll get fired. Right. You know, if you have all these circumstances, it might not be possible for you to work from home and but you have to be able to see lives like ours to understand there are many circumstances that require the ability to homeschool and work right and so hopefully that'll help you see that and yeah um, it's doable it's doable <laughs> but there's a, a myriad of circumstances that must that make it successful that make it successful oh. and um and a lot of it is really serious boring monotonous things mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so do you have any final parting words christy um if you're going to work um and homeschool just remember it will feel overwhelming and tiring and um i guess the my final words is don't um you will feel discouraged but try not to be discouraged because mm -hmm. what you're investing in your kids is far more valuable because you're willing to sacrifice your time and stay up late or, or work odd schedules or do whatever you need to do to make it work so you can homeschool. And I feel like in the end, it's super valuable for, yeah. your, for your children. And you're investing in their future. And like I said, you'll never look back and be like, man, I wish I worked more. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ultimately yeah. it'll be, I, I wish I had stayed home with my kids as much as I could or had that family, mm -hmm. you know, um, interaction more. And if working a little bit helps you accomplish that financially, then I feel like it's worth it. Totally. So. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like you're always going to be discouraged both ways. You're never going to feel like you're fulfilling your full potential mm, at work. Sure. <laughs> and you're never feeling like, and you feel like you're never going to fill your full potential at school. Yeah. You know, and you have to kind of let that go, the idea of fulfilling your full potential. Right. Um, and just if you really feel at peace about working, if you feel like God has called you to work, right. you have to be at peace about being the part-timer. Yep. <laughs> in the in the industry yeah. or even me like being a photographer and uh there's definitely a scenario uh the uh, not scenario the just the idea of like oh oh your husband also makes money doing something else besides photography this isn't your full-time job like mm -hmm. I'm I'm a second-rate photographer in the photography world because my sole income isn't photography Right. Um, where instead I go, yeah, my husband has the best health, best health insurance ever in the world, and I've got two children, so I'm not going to give that up just so I can, in your eyes, be a good photographer because I, my sole income is photography right. um, or whatever. So, you, you, yeah, it's true. You never feel, you'll never feel the best at either. Right. Which is fine, I believe, as a Christian because you should never feel the the best. <laughs> You know, because Christ is the best. Yeah, and don't, and don't get discouraged seeing yeah. super homeschooling moms. You cannot, you, you, you got to see them and be, be like, oh, that's, that's cool. That's nice. That's just not, 
me that's <laughs> that's good cool for you yes cool for you yeah. and that's it so anyway well i hope this was encouraging and helpful if it was please leave a good review for me as that helps uh, other homeschooling moms out there if there's something you'd like us to cover you'd like me to cover please let me know on instagram or facebook and if not you can always find me at themodernhomeschooler.com until next time, hopefully next week with my regimented schedule, <laughs> I'll get next one out. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.